This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. At IKEA, your dream home is a blue bag away. No matter the size of your space or budget, we've got everything you need to turn your dreams into reality. And now with new lower prices on hundreds of our most popular products, bringing the dream home is even easier. Like the gray Strandom wing chair, was $369, now $299. And the IKEA Plus 365 nine-piece cookware set was $129.99, now $89.99. And hundreds more. Shop new lower prices at ikea-usa.com today. We are delighted to have partnered with NordVPN again for this season. We partnered with them last year and they are, of course, a supporter of Rangers FC as an official sponsor there. And best of all, we can give you an exclusive NordVPN deal. If you go to nordvpn.com forward slash heart and hand, you will get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan and one additional month for free, completely risk-free. There's a 30-day money-back guarantee with Nord. And look, I use this product. I would highly recommend it. I used to work in web, so I know how easy it is to steal people's data, especially if you're using a, a, a Wi-Fi system that, that is a shared one or you're using uh, 4 or 5G, then your details can be out there. With NordVPN, they're absolutely not. And there are other advantages to it as well. Um, you can watch sporting events that maybe aren't being shown in your region. Um, you can purchase flights from different virtual locations, and they do make your flights cheaper. This is very, very useful. What a price is in the UK isn't the same as what a price is in America or a price is on the continent. Um, NordVPN can save you money. Um, you can buy purchasing subscriptions from other countries at a cheaper price uh, and you protect your data while travelling and using public Wi-Fi. I keep coming back to that. Anyone who's at the hassle of a cancelled card will know what I'm talking about. So all you need to do is go to nordvpn.com forward slash heart and hand and you'll get a huge discount off your plan and one month additional free completely risk-free i urge you to do it everyone and welcome to Heart and Hand the Rangers podcast. My name's David Edgar, I'm your host as always and I'm joined this week by the Wishaw Wizard himself from the Wishaw RSC uh, long-term bus member, it's Alan Bradley. Hello there David, I thought you were going to say John Higgins, I was just going to hang up mate but yeah it's good to be on Yeah, I tend to get that a lot because when I was fat I used to look like him or he used to look like <laughs> me, I don't know who's older. Um and look, genuinely, there was one time there was a photo of him in the Daily Record, and I was like, I don't remember that getting taken. 
Um, but I've lost lots of weight and he seems to have found it, so it's not so bad these days. But uh, yes, uh, our apology, we were supposed to have Andy McGowan, but unfortunately he has had to pull out late in the day. But there was no such issues with Rangers at the weekend as we uh, got over that Liverpool performance with another good league performance, second successive 4-0 victory, fourth 4-0 victory of the season. And, Alan, it was a very, very comfortable win against an informed St Mirren side. Now, look, there's no point pretending that Rangers shouldn't be beating St Mirren comfortably at Ibrox pretty much every time out. But, realistically, they were coming into it on the back of some excellent form, five wins at the last six in the league, and certainly arrived ready for it. But the thing that I was happiest about on Saturday was that, to me, this was a Rangers team that seemed more determined to play facing forward, to play on the front foot. When the midfielders got the ball, they tried to get it moving quickly. We didn't lapse into this extra touch, safety first, that that I think absolutely handbrakes us. We were getting shots away from outside the box. We were looking to make things happen. And there is a difference. You can see when this Rangers team is playing far too safely, far too cautiously, and it seems to seep throughout them. Whereas I thought right from the start, we get the early goal because Borna gets himself into a bit of space, tries the shot. Of course, the man himself, we will speak more of throughout the the show, Antonio Cholak is there to finish it. But it was an intent thing at the weekend, Alan. I think you're right, David. And you're saying about the shots as well. I, I mean, half a dozen or more, you know, throughout the game, which was noticeable. Again, we, we come out of the blocks quickly. Uh, and you're right, I think what happens, well, I always get a reputation as there's a cloud above me. Because like you, I think going in the bus, I was saying, I know it's only St Mirren at home, but they have been pretty organised. They are there in third position, you know, as you said. But I think when we came out with that intent and moved it quickly, that in itself just pushes them back. Whereas if we had done, as you said, the slow horseshoe you know that kind of way we just, the first instinct is to turn back, play it across the way. But no, everything just seemed to be, let's look forward, let's try and move it. And then obviously, as you see, getting the goal early on, the momentum just kept going, you know, from there. But I mean, it was night and day, isn't it, from some of the stuff that we'd seen, you know, earlier on? Yeah, and, and it was the same at Tynecastle. I do think it's a mentality thing because we know they can do it. And, and a confidence thing as well, which I suppose does play into mentality. But when Rangers do start doing that, one, the other team gets comfortable in the match because mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to defend against that. And two, the crowd gets frustrated. And of course, that's in a slippery slope because the crowd gets frustrated, gets on the team's back. That reduces the confidence even further in terms of wanting to play those passes, wanting to find a man, wanting to, to try something a bit different. Um, but I did think on Saturday, as I say, right from the start, there was that intent there. And of course, an early goal helps. And that's two weeks in a row in the league after, let's face it, a pretty awful run in terms of making things happen early. And it does change the landscape. For me, of course, the key thing for Rangers is is always to get the second. We got the penalty and we got that second. And then afterwards, just kept playing in the second half with a lot more control and and were a lot better throughout. Let's have a look at the match, break it down individually then. The the, the first part was up front, the manager uh, brought in Rabi Matondo on the left, uh, Ryan Kent dropped to the bench. Probably rested more than anything else, but it was, I think, a reward for Matondo for his performance at, at Anfield the other night. And he brought in Fashion Sakala on the right. Now, we haven't seen much at all of Fashion Sakala this season, um, and we haven't seen a lot of him on the right, I think, overall in his, his time at Rangers. 
But he came on and, again, at Anfield, showed a little bit more intent. I keep coming back to that word, but it's true. But I must admit, I thought Sakala put in an excellent shift. And, and it goes back to a point that I think all Rangers fans have been making for a long time now is, which is squad players you should have that are capable of being able to play against St Mirren at home with no disrespect meant, but you should be able to swap. Whereas for the longest time, we had to go with the same players because you knew that whatever was coming in just simply wasn't up to the task. Yeah, no, I would agree with you. And I think Sakala on the right, he did start, I mean, pretty well. I think it helped as well because Taff hasn't obviously been, you know, kind of peak, but I, I noticed a difference as well because Sakala was doing both sides, outside, are obviously cutting in or allowing to, you know, Taff to do that one. I also think as well, the way St Mirren set up, I don't think they would actually have been predicting that to happen. So it kind of threw them a wee bit. Uh, and that in itself just kept kind of kept going. I think Ryan Jack too playing kind of further forward too. Obviously we've got our field as well, but I think Ryan Jack as well playing that wee bit further forward. It it just seemed more. I don't know. It was more middle to front, you know. Whereas in the the past there's been quite a lot round the back to kind of midfield, and then let's see what we can do. But it just seemed to kind of tilt in our favour. Uh, they, they couldn't they couldn't cope with it. Uh, his pace as well, I thought was excellent. Sometimes it's as if he doesn't really know where it's going to go. Uh, but I think in a way that, that works for him too. We talked about it, I think before when I was on with yourself and Andy, before we talked about, we need something to do a wee bit kind of, I don't know, unpredictable. Someone just to vary, drop a shoulder, change things. And I think he fits in that category. So, no, really positive, David, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Look, I don't think anybody's kidded about Fashion Sakala's ability. I don't think anyone thinks that we're going to be selling him for 25 million quid right yeah, yeah. I, I get that and yes there are times where it will drive you nuts because he sets off somewhere wrong option <laughs> up a blind alley runs the ball out of play chooses the wrong pass that that happens but he does have that element as you say of a bit different and he mm-hmm. does have that off the cuff thing that is difficult to play against uh, we you know we make the joke about well he doesn't even know what he's going to do but sometimes that's good because we have been at times predictable and and you mentioned their teams know how to set up against that, and then you're relying on a piece of individual brilliance. Whereas he was doing that, which was asking questions. The midfield were retrieving the ball quickly and getting us going. You had yes. the fullbacks yeah. pressing on. I would agree with you about Tav. I think uh, it's been clear he, he, earlier in the season the manager referred to him carrying a knock, and I think you could see that. But I thought he was he was better at the weekend. Barisic was was fine again. I think he's playing at a mm-hmm. fairly consistent level at the moment. And suddenly we had a lot of options in terms of what we were doing. And we have a goal scorer. It really is that simple. The first goal we scored wasn't as easy as it maybe looks. Uh, a few people saying he, he tapped it in. He, it was coming back at a fair old speed. And again, we speak about this a lot, Alan, but we grew up watching Ali McCoy. Younger listeners were growing up watching Chris Boyd. Mm-hmm. It's not luck. <laughs> you no. don't end up in the right place all the time because you're lucky. It's an instinct. It's heading in. If you watch, he's on his bike as soon as Barisic starts to line up the shot because you never know. And I don't think that we've had in the last few seasons a natural goal scorer. And by that, what I mean is somebody whose first instinct there is, I need to go, he's shooting, there might be a attack. Guys like that can't explain why they head there. It's just that they know there's a chance that the ball might drop there. And if it does, I'm going to be first to it. The St Mirren defence are on their heels. He's not. And 
we're going to talk about this more with the second goal, he always picks the right option. It's the optimistic. You know, there's a, we're talking like defensively. I mean, defensively, it's like a, you're always looking, that could happen, I'm ready to go, that could happen. So there's a defensive mindset. And as you say, there's the real instinctive striker one, the likes of the McCoys, even a John Robertson, or you know. But as you say, the way, I don't know, Kane or whatever, someone mentioned, I think it was a Hearts game as well, when you saw Cholak too, it's like, look, he just got the ball here, and then look, he's making the run. And as you say, he seems to do it all the time. What I love about him too is, unlike some of the good strikers who maybe take five chances and get one, I don't know what, Adam will probably give you stats on it, but he seems to be far more effective, doesn't he? You know, you give him five, he's probably going to get maybe two or three of them, or he's certainly going to hit the target, David. Yeah, and that, that's a key thing for a striker is he works the goalkeeper. He does have a good, I know you like your golf, Alan, he does have a good shot selection. Oh, yes, yeah. He, he, he just tends to, to select automatically. It, it reminds me a lot of Boyd, actually. Boyd was terrific at it, of just knowing exactly how the body should be shaped. You know, even to even to Topo can like McCoy's as well. Just Topo can scramble a thing, and at I, times not to hit it perfectly. But they just knew, you know, what shot to play. You know, which point in time and so on. Yeah, uh, and and we see that the the goal for the second is one of the best goals you'll see oh all my. season. Yeah. Um, first of all, Sakala does absolutely brilliantly. Beats two men again, driving at them, committing men, taking somebody on, and then when you get past them, you've broken their lines, and suddenly there's a bit of chaos. Perfect run. From uh, from from Antonio Cholak, but then I mean this was Dennis Bergkamp, one touch to get it in control, <laughs> one touch to send the St Mirren defender for a for a coke and a hot dog, and then outside, outside of the, boot, of the foot. perfect right into the side netting, absolutely perfect, no keeper saving it, all done at breakneck speed. That's a great finisher, a natural finisher, but that's a confident finisher because. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff that you do and that comes off when you know that you're on it. Uh, you're kind of laughing as it happened. I mean, you'd been right above me, the angle where I was in Easton Cozier. When he hit it with the outside of the film, it was that old, it was just going outside the post. But the way I actually stroked it, but as you say, when he put it in, it was that. If somebody had said, my goodness, it really, what do you th-? it just got the confidence, is not it? It goes in, it's like a... What else did you think it was going to do? Yeah. And, it's, it's, and boy, know, did he just reminded me of that. It was just, I, yeah, of course, yeah. that's what I do. Oh, and you're like, oh, and the, the thing is, well, David, I think early on this season, and I was maybe a wee bit of a, I know, but he's not really coming back like Alfie would do, and he's not linking up, and he's not doing this and doing that now. And every single week, there's another voice in my head saying, I oh, know, just another two goals, just another two goals. Yeah, yeah. I think he is now also doing that. He's linking I mean, up he, far better. Uh, he is, yep. He's not going to drop as deep as Morelos, um, who, you know, as, as we've mentioned before, started off as a midfielder. Aye, yeah. and and has that in his locker if you like but um, Cholak I think is, is more capable and, and I would argue certainly domestically that if you've got a guy who will score if you make him chances the other know. 10 should be good enough to make him chances well I'll, I'll exempt Alan McGregor on that one but the other 9 should certainly be good enough to create something for, and it isn't like he's just a poacher he is available to join in moves he is available to come in and help out and he occupies defenders what we're also getting now I think Alan is it might be a bit easier for the wide men to play because mm-hmm. they have someone to occupy them the forwards and yes, yeah. they're aware that they have to keep one eye on them and, and that psychologically is I think a massive factor for any any team that if you've got that special guy that they know we need to watch him then I, they can't quite be as committed and again though that then it comes down to the rest you've got to 
make that count. You've got to make that little bit, because it's not a lot, but a little bit of extra space count. Uh, and I thought at the weekend we did that, but I absolutely loved that goal. I just thought everything about it from Sakala right through to the to the finish was was absolutely top drawer. And, you know, just a guy that's absolutely flying. Um, Gio took him off with 20 minutes to go. Alfie came on, and, and half an hour to go rather, and Alfie came on, got a bit of a run. Got an assist with a beautiful through ball for Sakala. Lovely, yeah. lovely, lovely finish. Um, two games in a row taken off on two goals. Do you think maybe a wee bit of disappointment at not being given the chance to get a hat trick? I know. I mean, I've seen some crackpot saying, yeah, Rangers, because they're struggling financially, there's a clause to say that if he scored <laughs> a hat trick, it's like, a, so here we go again. It's admin 19. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is, yeah. But no. Uh, I, what, can, what can you say? I mean, that's just. I mean, who would... Oh, Lord. But no, uh, the other thing too you mentioned as well, see defensively for the past couple of years when we couldn't break teams down, it's dead easy because all the opposition do is train all week and this is how they're going to play, this is how they're going to play. When you've got a combination there and you've got the uncertainty of, shit, there's that guy that we don't really know where he's going. He's moved. I'll need to leave my man. You've got other people playing the ball forward quicker and as you say, you've got a guy in there when he gets a chance. It definitely works in our favour. At the back, they didn't have an awful lot to do. Uh, and when they did, Alan McGregor, who has just come roaring back in at the sides, yeah. playing absolutely magnificently, makes one of those saves that really only Alan McGregor can make. And it's, again, that genius he has for winning duels with forwards. And by that, what I mean is, how often do you see a goalkeeper, a lesser goalkeeper, make a forwards mind up for them mm-hmm. by yeah. going, you know, going too soon, dropping early? being in the wrong position. McGregor stands up and says, okay, go and beat me, makes himself big. And it's amazing how often it takes a really cool finish then to to get past him. Um, and he makes that save. It's an important save. And it kicks Rangers on. I think there had been a little bit of slackness dropping into the play at that point, but it kicks Rangers on. And we we take command and, and get the other two goals and, and run out worthy winners in the end. But um, I, I have liked the defence the last few matches because, you know, Davis is in, he looks very calm, very composed. Yes, yeah. There'll be days where he has more to do, obviously, than he did there. But, you know, Liverpool, he had a shift and I thought he came through it all right. And I think Alan Goldson looks better when he has a left-sided partner next to him. It was so obvious. I mean, obviously, you think last season when you've got, you know, big Calvin Bassey there, you know, doing that one. Even previously when Hellander uh, uh, was there too, he's obviously top-notch, but the injury thing... But as you say, actually having a left-sided, it just makes it so much easier for him. And he looked, I mean, even like against Liverpool too, but he just looks far more comfy because he can concentrate as well on, you know, what he's going to have to do rather than you've got, and really, I mean, Sands, uh, you know, for all, he's not he's not a centre-half. You know, he did, he did reasonably well as a midfielder on the left-hand side, but having a natural one, I think also as well, uh, Davis passing as well, is good and that helps with that kind of speed as well, doesn't it? Suddenly it comes to him. It's not a we need to barrel round, give it to goals, and everybody's all in their position. And and then you've got Barisic and then you've got the left hand side and so on. So, but just so much more balance. Even things like I don't know if you've noticed too, David, that like corners coming in and set pieces and so on, we're definitely looking better in that regard too, because you've got the two of them. And I think Gio mentioned Davis isn't really up to full fitness yet, but. I mean, to be honest with you, really impressed by him now. And if we could just get a run of half a dozen games or so with him in there going through, I think that would give us a real good foundation. Does that then offer an opportunity for the introduction mode of Yilmaz? Because 
we've had this changing situation at centre back this season where mm-hmm. we haven't had a settled partnership or James Sands was in and look, no criticism of the boy, he filled in I think admirably, yeah. but yeah. he was a fill in. You know, mm-hmm. he, he was a workaround. He was that'll do until we get it, you know, someone who's proper in there. And you see the difference having an actual proper left sided centre half has made. Would there perhaps have been a reluctance on Gio's part to go, I'm not introducing this young left back into the team when next to him, I, you know, there's a guy that needs to talk through a game himself. We can't have that whole no, left side we, of the defence. We tried on, I think that first time I saw him, you know, playing at Ibrox, he played on the left-hand side. But you're absolutely right. It's like, like why would you, when you've not got your left-sided and then you're bringing in somebody new who's pretty much new to the whole Scottish game and, you know, he's going to take a wee bit of time it would have been, I think, just foolhardy to do it at that point in time. Plus, to be honest with you, and I know we've all got our we born I can suddenly go through this confidence crisis, but I think for the past half a dozen games or so, but I think Barisic has actually played no bad. The criticism is at times maybe a wee bit slower sometimes in the build-up. Now, domestically, it may then give him the time to actually put, you know, put him back a wee bit, put Yilmaz in and bring him in. But I think to have done it before, I just think would have been daft. But as you say, it may give us an opportunity because we've still get quite a few games before the you know the World Cup anyway. Yeah, it's not a criticism of Barisic, who I think has been playing well enough to keep the shot. Yeah. What it's more about is horses for courses. You know, you, you pick certain for certain games. And certainly at home, in a side where we are going to have 80% possession, then Ridvan's attacking abilities may prove more useful than than perhaps yeah, I you know. Agree. Yeah. At the moment, would you put him in away at Tynecastle? Probably not, or away at uh, Petodri? Probably not. But we should be able again to say to Barisic, you don't need to play mm-hmm. Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. You can have today off, and he's still the the, the number one until such times as. And there probably will be, as we know, uh, with, with Borna, there probably will be a loss of confidence followed by a loss of form. Or the other way around, uh, it's a chicken and the egg thing. But then you have the guy who's coming in and playing. And I think it's important that we do that. Uh, I really do. I think it's important for us moving Aye. forward that, that we begin to develop that and just have the opportunity to rest players. More options, Alan. That's been a thing. Really, going back to Gerard. apart from the 55-year, we haven't had a number of players who could rotate in and at the side and still contribute. We've been predictable, you know, and that's, as you say, we're cheap. I mean, I think Yelmas as well, what I've seen of him as well, as you say, he's got a bit more than, you know, Borna down the wing, putting over. He looks as if he could kind of cut in and link up with players as well. So, but as you say, it just gives you, I don't know, just a kind of variable now and then, you know. Uh, so, no, I, I would definitely do it domestically. As you say, things like the D game, maybe some of the games at home and so on. Uh, and I think even sitting down and having a mature conversation with Bourne as well and say, look, it's not as if I've not got confidence in you, I'm trying to push you out or anything. It's just a case of we're going to develop this young guy and give him some time. You know, I think it makes sense. Yeah, yeah and, and and you should be able to do that on occasion. You shouldn't need him to play 60 no. games. You know, you should be able to, 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 give, him, to give him the rest. Um, yeah, so a very, a very satisfying victory for the Gels at the weekend. Um, yeah, so a very, a very satisfying victory for the Gels at the weekend. And uh, they were able to keep the match ball, though, because, of course, uh, as we know, Antonio did go off. But uh, <laughs> your match balls are what I want to talk about now, folks, because, yes, it's fall ball season. And that means Manscaped want me to sell you their products. 
This is for those of you who, for whatever reason, never struck me as something I'd want to do, but you look downstairs when you're in the shower and go, I can't believe how hairy that is. I, I'm, I'm going to get rid of that. If you want to do that, whether you're brand new or whatnot to doing it, um, <laughs> we didn't do it in our day, Alan, did we? I, mean, I couldn't possibly comment, David. Was David talking the bus in my day, I tell you that. Um, you, might, you wouldn't have got on the bus the second week, but that's another story. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that, no, no, no. I mean, you you, you kept your you kept your conquest hurry <laughs> yeah. for the winter season. But with a glorious package, you can make sure with Manscaped that you have got the perfectly smooth, breathtaking Sean Snooker Balls. The Lawnmower 4.0 Body Trimmer and Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer features proprietary advanced skin safe technology, which I have no clue what it is, but it sounds good. <laughs> Let's be honest, right? It sounds good. You don't know what it is either, but come on. It'll justify you buying it, right? You get loads of stuff. You get body wash, you get uh, ball deodorant. I'm not sure who'd be sniffing your balls, but maybe <laughs> if you've got dogs, they, they'll appreciate you buying it. And you do get a very pair of comfy pants. They send you pants, and these are ridiculously comfy pants. I'm wearing a pair right now, uh, and I can definitely recommend those. 20% off and free shipping if you use the code RANGERS. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. So clear out the leaves. It's your tree trunk's time to shine. I didn't make that one up. Let's return to the uh, the football and of course we welcome Liverpool on Wednesday night after last week's match at Anfield bit of a non-event from a Rangers point of view that particular game uh, Alan, Rangers didn't believe in my opinion that they could get anything I think Rangers went there to keep, to keep the score down thanks to a magnificent display from Alan McGregor, they did um, but I don't think that we had a team who were out there going, we can do this. Maybe it was the early goal. Maybe it was the results in the 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 Premier, uh, the, the Champions League previously. But I am hoping that that isn't the case on Wednesday. Liverpool, of course, are overwhelming favourites as they should be. We've mentioned enough, but I think that we've talked enough about how good Liverpool are and. The, the recent record, they're not having the best time themselves domestically. Yes, they have a squad that's better than ours. That's a fact, mm-hmm. right? Yes. That is just a fact. That's why it costs so much. That's why their wage bill is so high. We get it. They're in a league where they can do that. They should have a better squad than us. But I think that disappointment stems in matches from could we have done a bit more? And I think that there was a feeling at, at Anfield last Tuesday that we probably could have. I get why Rangers played the way they did. They didn't get humiliated. It's 2-0 with a penalty and a and a free kick. But at home, with the crowd, which will be going nuts, there's no doubt about that. It just will absolutely happen. This is the one that people have looked forward to since the draw was made. That I want to see a Rangers team not play stupid. I'm not demanding that we just launch it forward and chase it like we boys. That's not what I'm saying. To play with care and composure. But to play with a belief in their heart that, you know, we can get something tonight. It's a one-off. It's 11 v 11. Let's just go for it. Let's just see what we can get. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Dozens, David, probably through my time I've seen, and I've said it before, Ibrox under the lights in Europe. So many great teams, as you say, players on paper, you're thinking, geez, we're absolutely going to... And, and Rangers can turn things, put pressure on them, and a lot of world superstars walk out and go, what just happened there? Now, the, the chances of it... Obviously, you know, it's probably certainly less than 50%. But if we go and apply ourselves, and as you say, not anything daft, even if you look at the first half, uh, you know, that we played against Napoli, you know, just get in there. 
I think we're all realistic too in terms of you know what we can do or can. But I think most Rangers fans do expect when you come off the park. Did we get stuck in? Did we lay a glove on them? You know, were we all fighting for the jersey? If the answer to that is, yeah, we did, you know, we gave everything fine, but we can't accept, oh, we'd come out here, we're going to get beaten for the, the word go. Oh, let's just let them walk from their box, which last week at Anfield, they were actually walking from their box pretty much up to ours. There was nobody even getting close, and then it was, here's another chance. Yeah. So hopefully we've learned from it. We do the way we did against Napoli or in previous big games as well in Europe. And as you say, nothing daft, David, but just a wee bit more positivity. And then we'll suddenly see how good they are defensively as well when the crowd gets going and we're putting balls into the box. Yeah. It, again, uh, as you mentioned there, th- there's a realism and that's fine. I, think, I don't mm-hmm. think Rangers fans have been guilty in the main, you'll always get one or two, of course, in a, in a crowd our size. But I don't think Rangers fans have been guilty in the main of unrealistic expectations. I don't think anybody was thinking we should go there and outplay them and, and no, win the match. No. But there was a, a lack of a, a competitive edge to us where I just never got the, the, the feeling that this Rangers team thought at any point they were capable of, of causing an upset. And of course, if you don't believe it, you're not going to. It's that simple. I think we saw at the end, now Liverpool had gone down a few years. There was no doubt about that whatsoever. Liverpool had gone down a few years, so I'm not kidding myself. But you did see that they have a defence that isn't in form. I mean, it's, it's just the fact we saw it again at the weekend there. Again, you know, great players they were up against, but still, that they're making errors, they're making mistakes, and you can capitalise on them if you force it, if you make sure that you are making life difficult for them. And as you said at Anfield, there was a tendency to just get stuck in a deep defensive shape and keep the score down. We were getting That's brushed. what it looked like. That's yeah, we were getting like. brushed off the ball as well, David, in terms of the physicality, which was annoying me. You know, people were just brushing them, and it was like, Oh, well, you know, fair enough. If you look at that Liverpool defence, for all they go on about the two full-backs and so on, who, again, going forward, fantastic, they're not the greatest. Even Van Dijk. I mean, if you saw Van Dijk when he was getting pressurised a few weeks ago, so they're absolutely, as you say, better players than we've got, but you can get at them. So if you've suddenly got 50,000 of us or whatever, you know, late 40,000s, and the whole Ibrooks thing, and you know, they're definitely there for us to get a, a couple of chances, and then let's see what they're made of, you know. Well, on that, the big question, of course, is do you go with Alfredo Morelos or do you go with Antonio Cholak? I think it's pretty much universally acknowledged Alfie's hold up play when he's at his best, and he's not quite at his best yet. That is a fact. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying he won't be soon when he gets more matches, but he, he hasn't. The Alfie, the, the, the rampaging Alfie that we all know. Um, you do get more from him. And I think I'd probably say away from home, I would start Alfie because you need the out ball. You need him to hold the ball up. And Running that is channels work, and things. Isn't and, yeah. yeah, and work, uh, as you say, work the channels. I, I think you do need that. At home, you made a very good point there. A couple of chances. Realistically, we will get some. Right, mm-hmm. I don't think we'll get five or six, but we will get some. Right now at Ibrox, who do you want that chance falling to? And that is why this Wednesday night, this one game, I would absolutely be going, Cholak, you're starting. And I wonder if that's why he was subbed on on Saturday, to, to as much to rest him for Wednesday as to give Alfie half an hour in the legs. Yeah, because I was going to continue when I said about him coming off, you know, the joke about, oh my goodness, it's to save it. I mean, it's like common sense, isn't it? We've got a massive game on Wednesday. This guy's on fire just now. You would do it. it just makes common sense. You see it all the time taking him off. 
I'm, I'm like you. You've got Alfie. Unfortunately, I, I don't know about the two of them playing together. I, th- I think because of what happened with Sakala as well at the weekend, that gives us a wee bit more too. And you've got, I, I don't know, I'm, I would probably think in the end, put Alfie on the bench, but you know that you can bring him on if we've got to do something and change, you know. It's yeah, def- it's a toughie, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a, at least it's a conversation we're having because we, we wouldn't have needed to have it for, for so long. But you would expect us to have more of the ball, probably, you know, not 55% of it, but you would no, expect but- us to have more of the ball. And then it's a case of if we can create an opportunity, who's likely to... Who at the moment do you want on the end of it? And I think even you saw that that when uh, Cholak Kamani forced a great save from Allison in oh, the yes. in the first game because he he will be in the right spaces, he will be in the right positions. We know what the crowd can be like at Ibrox, um, and I don't think that there's any doubt that the crowd on Wednesday night will be bang up for this, Alan. Oh, and yes. we do have oh, a yes. part to play. There's just no getting away from it. You know, if Rangers were playing at a different stadium last year, we're not making the Europa League final. Yes, the players did it, but they did it because we gave them that extra 10% in their legs when it mattered. It's not even the Wednesday as well, David. It's the fact that I'm going on Wednesday and I know we need to get something out of that and then we've got to when Ajax come to us. So it's it's throwing everything at it. Do, do you know what I mean? It's, we can't do it half-hearted. Wednesday, we've got to, as you say, keep things tight. Nothing ridiculous, but we really need to. And I think that's where... I, but we've been not bad in Europe, haven't we, the fans? Because even last year as well, when things were tight, we didn't turn on them, didn't we? It was a case of lift them again. And I think the fans have got a bit part to play. And people go on about Anfield and all this nonsense in Liverpool... Jeez, or oh, the amount of people that have came from all over the world as well, and they've just talked about the atmosphere at Ibrooks and so on. So if they suddenly think, well, that was Anfield, now we'll go there, it's okay, we've played in front of big crowds. Like I think you said, was it some of the Leipzig people and so on had said that before? You're like, really? And I'll tell you one thing, when Liverpool come out on Wednesday at Ibrooks, we'll just have a wee look and see how they cope, yeah? Yeah, and, and look, again, they're a great side. We know this. Um, yep. Yep. Chances are they'll be at the business end of this tournament. We know this. But shocks happen in the groups. One-offs happen. You know, some nights, especially when a team maybe aren't in the, the greatest frame of mind. This is not the most confident that you'll have seen a Liverpool side over the last five years. It's simply as a fact. Um, and, and you know, it's difficult because you, you don't want to be sitting here saying, oh, aye, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. No, no. What we're, we're not saying we're going to. What we're saying is we can and we should at least attempt to. For me, that was a disappointment last week is that I never got the vibe that we attempted to. And I'm going to come back to, I was going to say something that I've been saying on here for years. I've been saying it on here since, I've been saying it for the, since the 90s. And I'm not alone. I'm not trying to claim that I'm any uh, you know, great, intelligent person for this. When Scottish teams in general, not just Rangers, but Rangers are the one I care about, when we treat the ball, like an ugly stepchild, <laughs> then we struggle. You have to look after the ball at that yes. level because yeah. these teams, if you turn the ball over cheaply, if you give it away, they are bosh, bosh, bosh. They're in your box and they've made a chance. There's no messing around with it. They will do that to you. And again, in the Champions League, our ball possession has simply not been good enough this season. And we can do it. We proved it last year. We need to look after it. Again, that doesn't mean being defensive and taking the easy option all the time. It just means be clever with it and be confident on it. Yeah, and keep concentration as well. You're right, because regardless of what time it is, at this level, as you say, you do. Domestically, you give it away in probably 7 80% of the time. You're going to 
it's okay, we'll have a chance to get it back. But as you say, the, the number of European games we've seen, and once you have lost it, it's either going to be our keeper saving it, a shot at goal, or very rarely would they then give it back to you. So we have, we've got to go. And again, as you say, I don't think we're being unrealistically. I don't want us to obviously not to get something from it. But as I say, if we came back on Wednesday night where we've had a right good go, do you know what I mean? We've really had chances. We've done it and everybody's walking off the park and you're thinking, now you just gave it your all. Well, that's all we can ask for. And hopefully there'll be something, you know, over and above that, David. Yeah, we might not be able to match them in terms of skill, obviously, but you should be able to match right. and beat them in what rate and desire, yeah. you know, those stuff. And it might not be enough, right? I mean, if that was all there was to it, then we could all be <laughs> yeah. successful footballers, but just if you wanted that enough. But I, I still think it's a prerequisite for a team who maybe don't have the ability or the opposition to be able to do it. And it was interesting, actually, hearing Stephen Robinson at the weekend saying pretty much the same thing about the Samaritan team. He said... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so similar to what we'd been talking about after Anfield, where he said, you know, if you give the ball away here, they've got the players to punish you. We were too sloppy at times. We made mistakes. We, you know, we didn't have the belief in our position. And I thought, wow, that's, and it's because it's levels, as the kids say, isn't it? It's like St Mirren's level is below ours. Ours probably below Liverpool. But occasionally St Mirren can get a result against Rangers because we catch them in an off, they catch us in an off day um, and they're brave and they have belief in themselves. And that's what we need to do uh, in this particular match. So I'm very much looking forward to it, Alan, because I think that the atmosphere will be one for the... Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I think that, you know, I, maybe I'm guilty of, of being unfair in the players because I must admit I never really thought we would get anything at Anfield. But I, I, I feel we can definitely take something from this match on Wednesday night, even a point, and, and something that restores us at least a wee bit of pride in this group. I think we've learned a wee bit, obviously, that kind of hammer and Ajax, but even after the game at Anfield, I think everyone, I think we all put our hands up, the players, probably the manager too. You saw that even the way we came out on Saturday. I know, again, you're talking it's a different standard, but the positivity, get the ball forward, move it forward, because last week, sorry, on the Tuesday, it was, it was just shocking. So as you say, if nothing else, but we can come out and do that and actually play more positively, you know, keep things controlled and so on, but... No, that, that, David, there's, there's no any reason why not. And as you say, other teams, I mean, not even just with us, but I mean, top quality players, yeah, they can look even better when you stand off them like we did and you just let them walk up. But see if you're snapping at them and you're suddenly you can put pressure on them. And I think we've got to do that. Yeah, I think so. Um, as I say, I watched the Liverpool game at the weekend. You can still see the, the quality Aye. that they have. The two goals they scored were superb um, because they have top players. But Arsenal forced them into errors. Arsenal forced them back, and Arsenal made them uh, made them look weak in certain areas. We know the the whole ongoing story with Trent Alexander Arnold, brilliant going forward, as you say, one of the best passers you'll see. But it's defensively, defensive, he makes errors no. if you put him under enough pressure. We didn't put him under any pressure, so it wasn't likely to happen. But uh, no, it, it it should be a very special evening at Ibrox. And we will have full coverage of that match over on patreon.com forward slash heart and hand. Please consider joining up as a subscriber if you haven't already. It's just $1.99 per month, just 50 pence a week. And for that, you will get over 100 hours every single month of great content. Loads about Rangers, obviously, but loads about other football and a few other things as well. It's a great way to pass a commute or to pass your time in the gym, etc., etc. Right, my thanks to our executive producers in London, Mike Lee, and Paul Miles. My thanks to the wonderful Mr. Alan Bradley. Thanks, David. Wonderful. I like that. But thanks, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, the wonder of Wishaw. How about that? <laughs> that one better.
Um, I'll go, with that. go with that one, please. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll go with that one. Could I you get like... Colin to do one of the t-shirts? We'll need to get I, 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 yeah. I do like a wee bit of alliteration. Just a wee shout out before I go, folks, uh, uh, on behalf of our friend Stevie Clifford of Four Lads Had a Dream. Four Lads are having a live show at the Loudon Tavern in Ibrox on Friday the 11th of November. Um, Stevie, of course, will be there. Uh, I'm one of his guests, along with Josh Barry from the Rangers Review. If you fancy coming along, it'll be a great night, and uh, I believe you can get your picture taken with the Scottish Cup as well, uh, then go to Four Lads Had a Dream, just search for it on Google Four Lads Had a Dream, up it'll come, tickets are available there, they're priced £12 and uh, I don't think there's many left, but uh, if you want to come along and see us, then please do thank you for joining me uh, Adam will be back with Heart and Hand Extra on Thursday, we'll have, as I say, full build up, full coverage over on Patreon and I'll be back in this chair next week after Rangers travel to Motherwell, until then everyone have a fantastic week I'll see you on Wednesday night. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.